0: To and you keep.
1: It was a clear black night, a clear white hey. man. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they play when I walk from work. Phone, <laughs> well, <you're> right. <laughs> this is
0: me. Adam's doing the main rhyme. That's <laughs> how that's working. <what> <laughs> No
1: names of got search, no what's up with two, one, and three. <laughs> 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 On with and Lewis, some brother shooting guys. So I said, Let's do Ain't no a normal day. You
0: know? Yeah. It's just, this is how we roll. Yeah. That's
1: tricks. I see my homie and some suckers all in his I'm getting jacked, I'm breaking myself, I can't believe, they taking more as well. They took my rings, they took my Rolex, I looked at the brother, said, damn,
2: what's next? <laughs> they got my homie himmed <laughs> up, and they all over. and I'm saying, damn, Oh man. <laughs> they
0: took my Rolex, damn, what's next? <laughs> God damn! I even else, <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, uh, welcome back, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Lazy Geeks podcast, our weekly news podcast that discusses news that interests us for the past week. This is for the week of July 9th, two thousand seventeen. And uh, yeah, so we're back, back in full effect.
1: Back to reality.
0: <laughs> you know. You know, doing yeah, so regulating.
1: <laughs> we missed. We missed last week because of me, bro. I take full responsibility.
0: Say what?
1: That's right. Now, at the time, I was like, I can't control this shit. What do you want from me? And I know Steve was pissed off, like motherfucker, fucking up. That I could, I could feel it from the text messages, like fucking up, fucking up, just radiating <laughs> Now my family came through. Well, well, yeah, my family, but my wife's family. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and shit. I should know better that the <laughs> schedule. The schedule is not gonna be right. So I told my wife, I'm "Like, look, I got the podcast on Sunday. I got a four four day weekend. Right, no need to change it if we're gonna go to the because we're going Grand Canyon. So we're gonna go to Grand Canyon on Monday." She's like, "Yeah, we're going on Monday. That's fine." I'm like, "Okay, for real though, we're going on Monday. Yes, we're going on Monday. Okay, of course." My sister-in-law, her day she had to come back changed, so that pushed everything back. So I fucked everything up. So I'm like, I got all pissed off because I knew I don't... As It happens every once in a while, but I don't like not keeping the schedule. It drives me crazy. I feel like a piece of shit when I do it, even if it's not my fault, or if it is my fault, or whatever. As you should. Right. (laughs) Now... So that that in turn got me real snarky with my wife. I'm like, you fucked this up. Like you you causing problems now. You know. Then my wife gets upset and she's like, Oh, well maybe I should call Sam. I'm like, don't you stay over there. <laughs> don't don't fucking make any phone calls, to make it shit worse. So I came to the realization, two things. One was something that Steve suggested. And I agreed. When my family comes in town, we ain't doing a fucking podcast. It's just that's just just the way it is it's it's easier that way you know what i mean because i can be like no
0: because the last time the last time something like this happened was his family wasn't town again and it was like same shit yeah
1: and, and i got i moved shit around
0: and i got a little annoyed because we were going to do a uh just another podcast and because i had picked the topic i was i had been spending time finding all right. these clips for like our unsolved mysteries and and all this different stuff so i spent a couple of hours like doing that and then it was like right at the last minute i was like ugh.
1: Right, so I'm wasting his fucking time, and it, it, it's, it's a seri- it's a series of events. It wasn't like I was just sitting over here going, eh, I mean, I know I'm not doing it, but I'll just tell him last minute. Obviously that wasn't what was going on, but I did my second realization is is that I need to be a little bit more firm <laughs> when I say I am recording on Sunday, and no matter what's happening, that's where I'm gonna be at. So if you're doing this, you're doing that now, obviously I want to spend time with my family, you know, stuff like that. So I make the promise to Steve <laughs> and to the listeners out there that the three of family comes <laughs> right. If family comes in town, you ain't gonna see a podcast. Maybe maybe we can plan something, do a little like a special episode or something, throw up. Yeah. You know, so it's not which just eventually, a blank slate.
0: Which is eventually was what I did because right. um, I was having some technical issues on my side because I know last week um or 2 weeks ago i promised that we were going to have our bonus episode which was going to hit up on friday well uh, apparently shit happens for a reason so i was having these issues of um trying to get of trying to get that episode up but for whatever reason it just wasn't working so then when sunday happened you know adam was like you know told me that then i was like all right and i go well i'll just throw up that episode i'll just throw up that that episode so We'll have two, but we had at least a week where we had one episode, so there was still something out there, right. so I threw that up there, and then for the second episode, I threw up my um, uh, sneak peek of a new podcast i 'm working on, so I was like, all right, so at least there 's something up there um, but but going going forward, we will at least be able to tell you in advance if we 're not going to have an episode
1: right because <laughs> I, I do we did make a goal, and I want to stick to the goal of not missing shows. For reasons that can be controlled right now obviously somebody gets sick right you know or there's an emergency situation i know that's happened a couple times on my end something's wrong with one of my kids or something like that right you know, i've gotten sick you and, I, and you know you and i have both gotten sick you know stuff like that that's a different situation you can go fuck yourself you know if you don't get a show on that you get pissed off you know <laughs> like i'm a human being all right <laughs> but when it comes to the scheduling shit it's just dumb to to have stuff like that. I should have known we were going like three different places. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they say, oh, that window on Sunday will be open. Yeah, sure it will. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's all I want to say. I, ta- I just want to take responsibility. It was funny too because my wife, my wife uh, read my wife and I, we've been married for so long and I ain't sleazy <laughs> and she ain't sleazy so we'll read each other's shit. Not, not in a weird, creepy way but like if I'll be like, yeah, I was talking to Steve and he got upset. Let me see if he's really upset. My wife never believes me. (laughs) So she she reads the thing and she says, What did you say here at the end? Because I said, um because I apologized, but then Steve's still upset, obviously. And then I said, Well, I knew the apology wouldn't work, but it's required. Right. And then she's like, That was that was you're being an asshole. And I'm like, No, I'm not. (laughs) And she's like, she's like, How are you not being an asshole? I'm like, Because it is. When you (laughs) apologize in the moment, it ain't gonna work. But right. If you don't apologize. You're an extra dick. <laughs> yeah. Which is which
0: which was, you know, there was like at that point I was just like, you know, he was like, "Sorry." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay. Well, that's fine. Whatever." You know, and I was still, you know, I was still annoyed with that, but you know, and then he said that and I didn't take any extra offense to it. Like I was just like, "No, that's that's generally true." He <laughs> just say, exactly. "I'm sorry."
1: But And then later on, he, Steve was probably laying in his bed looking at New Kids on the Block posters or something, and and he was like, you know, I would still be upset, but that apology though, it's sunk <laughs> in. It's a slow burn, is what it is. <laughs> also, because I only apologize when I actually feel like I need to. Like I tell my wife that all the time. She'll say, "I'm sorry," constantly. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, you didn't do nothing. What you saying? I'm sorry for it. Oh know? yeah. So well, whatever. yeah, that,
0: that's that's like with me too. Like if. if... You know, it's like, I'm not going to, like if you know, I say something, mostly, most of the times if I ever say anything being complete dick, it's simply because there's no, I, I have no other recourse at that point. I've tried it a million different ways from Sunday and it's still not where it's just like, say it, just saying it, you know, and it's like, I'm not going to, you know, it's like that was mean. It's like, but I'm not going to apologize because I've said it every other way and every other way always makes someone upset. There's no reason to apologize. You just got to deal with it. You You
1: should apologize for being sensitive.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now if you said you were offended by what I said, then I'd have to take to Twitter, apologize there, and then you know have a press conference. Take a take a screenshot of something that I wrote on my notepad and then post that on Instagram. You know, it's just a whole process.
1: An important process. (laughs) Right. (laughs) No, but I just wanted to take this time to say i'm sorry to everyone out there i already (laughs) apologized to this dumbass, so um we'll be getting that scheduling right (laughs) on my end i can't speak steve okay Mm -hmm. i know we got a lot of things going on i don't know what he's doing (laughs) all right well I, i mean
0: it was you know when um because that, uh, well, because <laughs> he wanted to reschedule. He's like, well, well, you know, because I said, all right, well, let's just forget it then. And he's like, no, 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 let's re- let's reschedule. And he's like, let's do it Tuesday. And I'm like, on Fourth of July, like
1: I'm not doing it. Like, on the well, fo- because in in my head, it's not important. Like the Fourth of July is important, but I don't really do <laughs> hardcore shit for holidays. Like. Literally the only day I had free was the 4th of July. Like it, it, we weren't doing shit. We were just sitting around. My wife made like carne asada or something in the house. Like there was nothing going on. And it doesn't dawn on me like, oh yeah, maybe people are celebrating the holiday. Yeah, cause, you, know?
0: you know, cause like on on my end, you know, I, I, I met up with a friend and then during the day and when I came home, my brother came home, we, you know, we, uh, We grilled up some chicken and then just, you know, watch fireworks from our, you know, from our driveway and stuff like that. And it's like, I wanted to watch it. Plus, so fucking, it sounded like fucking downtown Fallujah over here. You would have been hearing it all over the, all over the
1: podcast. We're hearing live from downtown Fallujah. (laughs) For some
0: reason, Steven is over there in Fallujah. I don't know why. I mean, I didn't know it was a a holiday spot, but All right. (laughs)
1: I was throwing stuff out, see what stuck. I was just seeing if <laughs> we could reschedule. Yeah,
0: and then that that and my weekend was tied up. That point, anyway, because I was doing two days worth of podcasting with Patrick because we we had to catch up and then you know do and um, do some future stuff for the other show. So it was like I was doing like six hours of podcasting with him. Then you know it was like uh, you know then having to re switch everything around was just I was like no that's 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 not gonna happen. This is like the worst weekend for that to happen. But
1: but it all it all worked.
0: Yeah. So you guys you guys still got some stuff. You got our time travel it, episode.
1: If it all worked out, then I I I probably should say you're welcome at
0: this point. <laughs> um. Hey, well we had we had Amador who liked the uh, sliders reference from that uh, alternate reality episode. Damn so right. <laughs> uh, but I'm because gl- if I
1: wouldn't have made a sliders reference, it wouldn't have made any damn sense. <laughs> be honest.
0: I'm just glad that my power's holding out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, as we did a couple weeks ago, it's still fucking hot out here. Uh, we broke 109 yesterday in L.A. And Adam, I think, is what, 3,000 degrees you guys had? Or did you guys have a little bit of a cool spell?
1: Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we are officially out of our heat wave so it went from like 120 yesterday and then it was 106 today i was i was ready to go <laughs> jogging and, you, know. you had to
0: bring you had to bust out that winter coat that wool coat right. you got you know it's just like i mean what and are you gonna do
1: because because they go well it's you know the the news like oh well, it's getting a nice breeze coming in cooling everything down you go <laughs> outside yeah it feels like a breeze from a pizza oven like you're like huh?
0: well that was like yesterday like uh oh no not yesterday friday and uh Friday I think it was like One ten or one eleven. It was like hot those two days, and I remember going outside for my break because I always take a walk at work because I sit down all day, so I need to walk. So I take about ten minute right. walk, and I stepped outside and it felt like I was standing in front of a fucking hair dryer, like it's just or like if you ever go to like like over here, you know we have this little standalone Wiener Schnitzel, and they have like just like the cooking area is basically like. It's like the business, you know, everything's done in there So you go up to the window and you just feel this hot air Just kind of hitting you in the face That's what it felt like all day (laughs) It was just like you're standing right there But um, yesterday uh, Yesterday was a fucked day And it just, it turned into kind of Kind of a fucked night, but it it got better Uh, If you're out here in the In LA, in the West San Fernando Valley uh, There was a uh, Our Department of Water and Power uh, Facility uh, in Northridge blew up, not shorted out. It blew the fuck up and, um, power to like this whole West is basically the other half of LA, like went out. And, um, I remember too, cause like my brother comes home and he's like, fuck, it's hot. I don't want to make anything to dinner. I go, you want to order out? So we order out and we use, uh, we use Grubhub and we order chilies. and, um, so I got that delivered home, which kind of coincides to your awesome thing. Um, and then we got, so we got chilies, and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go down to the corner and grab something to drink. As I go into my room to grab my, um, to grab my bag, fucking power goes out and it's still like a hundred degrees out here. And it was just like, yeah. Oh fuck me, dude. And I looked, I, we, of course, when the power goes out, everybody looks, cause you think like, we paid the bill, right? <laughs> you start looking at like all the, you know, everyone else and like everybody's out I, going down each street, Far you can see is like nothing go on Twitter find out that this facility that blew they cut power to allow the firefighters to put out the fire and so Instead of staying inside we're sitting outside eating our dinner Dogs are out there people are just hanging out outside because it's just too hot to be inside because there's no air Nothing, and then all and then um, I look at Twitter. It's like nine o'clock. It's about nine o'clock I was like well good thing Verizon has that carryover shit because I was streaming Netflix (laughs) <laughs> on my iPad, since I had a uh, since I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll just start using that data. And um, then uh, around ni- a little after nine, our power came back. We saw the streetlights kick on and you could hear everybody go, yay. Right. But there were places out in Northridge and um, like Granada Hills, they didn't get their power until eight this morning. This is Sunday morning. So I was like, oh, man. And some of my friends are just like, my food in the refrigerator is probably fucked up now. 'cause you know, it didn't cool off. It got to like seventy two as a low this morning, so it was just like, ugh. So
1: Well yeah, the, my um my sister in law and mother in law live very close <laughs> to Steve. And my sister in law, who mind you, is a thirty year old woman. I was gonna
0: ask you, how old is she again?
1: <laughs> well she look she looks really young, but she's thirty. But that's I, I checked. Yeah. I checked the rings on the fucking tree. Like she's she's thirty. Oh that's, that's, just, 30. that's just that's just wrong. Never mind. That's that actually
0: right. sounded worse than what I was going to say. But you tell I'm like I'm backing off now. Well now, what were you gonna say? <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, yeah, she looks really young, so if you have that kind of fantasy going, then that'll definitely
1: work for you. Okay. <laughs> Mine is worse. Um but that's not what I meant. So thirty year old woman, the power goes out. Okay. She's in the house with her mother and her aunt. And um, it's pitch black. I mean, L.A. is a special kind of doc. I think it's because you're in L.A., so you know this, the freaks come out at night. I'm fucking <laughs> looking around. So, well,
0: pe- people on my, on my Facebook page were like, okay, power's going to be out for three hours. Let the purge begin.
1: <laughs> right. So she's notoriously scared of the doc. 30. She's mm-hmm. afraid of the doc. Okay? She fucking failed. Like she had her friend come pick her up, and they went to a nice dinner on the side of town where the power was still on, Jesus. And left her. I'll send, on. Right. I'll send you pictures. I'll send you pictures. You won't be able to look at it till the power come up, but sent left her monitor on at the house. I text her, and I'm like, I sent her this me a uh, gift of Mickey Mouse running, you know, and I'm like, this this is you when the lights cut out. And she's like, hell yeah, I was out of there. I said, I can't believe you left your mom. And she's like, she should be okay. She's like, I came back. <laughs> and then I told her, um, now for those who don't know, uh, cause my wife's Salvadorian. So I say El Cucuy, El Cucuy, <laughs> which is like basically like your boogeyman yeah. for his Hispanic culture. And I go, the El Kukui will come out, out from under your bed when the <laughs> lights cut out. And she said, she goes, I'm sleeping outside with my mom tonight. And then she sent a fucking picture. And she's still she's the only person I know that still uses these. But you know the, um, where was your like cartoon character? Oh, yeah. In different situations. So she sent that and it said, ain't no one got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> <It's fucking> shit. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: I had this. Uh, I had this when I went out for my uh, break on Friday. It was fucking hot, and uh, and so I put a gif on Facebook with the uh, from T two when the Arnold gives the thumbs up when he goes into the molten <laughs> into the molten metal. Yeah. I was like, that was me going outside today. <laughs> I, was like, fuck. every day. I was like, fuck. was that noise. But yeah,
1: I'll go, I'll go out for a break, and I'm just like. Uh I need a break from the break. Let's go back inside.
0: Well, what what makes it really eerily dark is because it was such a big swap of the valley that's cut out. So usually when that area goes out you can still kind of see the light in the distance. You can
1: see lights in the distance, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, but there was nothing. All you're seeing is the light from cars and, you know, anything going by and stuff like that and it was just like it was a yeah, it was a special kind of dark like um <laughs> my brother goes, "Oh yeah," he goes, "We got the flashlights here." So he brings out the flashlight and then I turn my the flashlight on my phone and, and my brother goes, holy shit. You know, he's like, that thing is bright. Like it lit it literally lit up the whole almost the whole uh, fucking front yard. And I was like, well, if my phone wasn't kind of low on batter, battery, I'd probably just use this <laughs> for, the, for the rest of it because yeah, it really lit up everything. But it was like, yeah, it get, it's a special kind of dark, like everybody kind of stayed home. And then once the power came on, I went down the street to the um, to the corner. Every food place was fucking busy. And it was funny because when I, I went out before... Because
1: yeah, everybody bailed.
0: Yeah, because I looked around when I went out there. The only places that had power were the taco trucks. And they were fucking swamped. I'm like, they're probably going, yes! <laughs> 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 they, they were all busy. And everybody else was all closed. And then when, yeah, once the power came back on, everybody was all fucking all over the place. Uh, but, all right, so... I guess on that note we should jump into our one awesome thing so my one awesome thing this week spider-man homecoming uh, check that out on Friday night uh, quick review uh, great spider-man movie the Tom Holland is a great Peter Parker and spider-man uh, I think we finally really kind of got it uh, because we had Tobey Maguire, who I thought was a great Peter Parker not the best spider-man in my opinion um, I thought Andrew Garfield was probably a better Spider-Man and not a really great Peter Parker. Uh, They keep him they keep him in high school. He's 14 15 years old. They keep him in high school at the end of the movie. He's still in fucking high school. Um, It's really just Peter trying to learn to be Spider-Man trying to figure out how to navigate the whole thing. And and he's got this great cast of characters around him. Michael Keaton is the fucking shit in this movie. He is by far probably one of the better Marvel villains because he had a purpose beginning, middle and end Um, And uh, 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 If you haven't seen it yet um, Definitely check it out. It ties into the original Avengers movie So it really sets it up that this is happening in this universe. This is all part of it Um, So and you know, it's it's tied into Civil War as well as the first Avengers movie um a lot of uh, there was a lot of comedy, but the comedy came from Peter kind of trying to navigate between Spider-Man and um, and uh, Peter Parker. Uh, it it was just I thought the the cast around him was great. Um, all the kids around him um, did their job and they they were funny, uh, and uh, I, I just it was it was really cool, especially seeing you know RDJ in it, uh, John Favreau back in it as Happy. Um, you're even getting little um, previews or little uh, images of Chris Evans doing Captain America in new shit not recycled shit it's all new little PSAs that he's doing two um, credit sequences two post um, um, credit sequences one happens midway which is kind of setting up for the next spider-man movie um, and um, and then um, then you have a just a fun, credit scene at the end which really was marvel's stamp of saying yes this spider-man is part of us now um so that that was really it was really good it's it's nothing like leading up to infinity war or anything it's just a fun little cute little thing like that um uh hannibal um, burris who play who has a small role as um as a peter's gym teacher it's funny because every scene he's in he's showing a captain america psa and he's like, I don't know why I'm showing you this, but I gotta. Sh- they paid me to t- show you this. I mean, I think he's a war criminal now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, but it's it was it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm really really happy with this. If you liked him in Civil War, it's just more of that. It's really him trying to be the friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Um, so it, it's really it's he's not even like. That's the one thing that that always kind of bug me about the first two. Like, you know, when he does something, it all New York gets behind him and, you know, he's like this big hero. That's not it in this movie. He's not doing that. It's not huge. It's not, oh, suddenly New York's all behind him. A lot of people are like, oh cool. Hey Spider Man. Hey, you're that Spider Man. You know, he's he's building his name. So it's really taking his origin and doing kind of a year one. This is him. We don't have um we don't hear anything about Uncle Ben. We don't have any Osborns. We don't have Oscorp Goblin nothing. So it's just it's just like, oh sweet. It's it's a clean hymn story dealing with the vulture. And the way the vulture tech comes around, how he becomes a vulture is is awesome. I really love how it ties into everything. And kind of gives it gives Sony that okay, it's part of this universe, so this is how that tech got out there. So it really kind of embeds itself in the MCU, which was which was really cool and really, really kind of awesome to see. Um, RDJ is not in it as much as people kind of kind of the previews kind of um, gave it because some people were wondering if it was going to be like an Iron Man 3.5. Um, right. But it wasn't. Uh, it, he's, he's in it. Uh, and some pivotal moments, um, a few voiceovers, but um, happy actually John Favreau is actually in it a lot. And he's he's really good in this one. I, I really I'm really glad to see him back in it. Um, some cool cameos that pop in um, pop in there, but um, it's definitely an MCU Spider Man. I, I think it's probably one of the best. I think it's the aside from Spider Man Two, um, it's probably one of the best. Jonathan Hickman actually said, "This is the best. Um, this is the best thing Marvel's done since hiring me." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm. I haven't seen it yet. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I actually forgot it was coming out. To Be honest. Well, not forget it was coming out. I forgot the day that. It was
0: out. Yeah, yeah. This next couple of weeks are going to be busy for me because it's like, yeah, it's Spider-Man. Next week is the the uh, battle, uh, the war on the planet of the Apes, and then Dunkirk after that. So, looking forward to that.
1: So, it might not be Spider-Man: Homecoming. <laughs> but this fucking but this me is, out. So
0: But this is the next big this is the next thing.
1: <laughs> here's the thing, and I'm usually on top of this stuff, but the whole DoorDash and Uber Eats and all that, I've just now started realizing it was the thing. You, you didn't know, know like that? I, really, I use those no, things all the time. Because I just go get my food. Right. I don't, <laughs> I don't really think about, you know, whatever, but and my wife is one of those people It's like we can get it. We don't need to order. And I'm like, Okay, you know, whatever. <laughs> Um, I also have a car, which makes things a little easier. Yeah, but sometimes so, you just
0: don't want to go. <laughs> exactly.
1: So, they are now, DoorDash is delivering Baskin fucking robin. Your door. Uh, 600 locations in 22 cities are making delicious deliveries. I, says,
0: I should check to see if it's my local one's doing that. I'm going to check. While you continue with your story, I'm going to check out my DoorDash app.
1: So... <laughs> like <laughs> i need to i need to see um there really isn't anything anything else to say um other than that they're doing that but they haven't so here i'll send you the so you...
0: no i've seen that i' I've, I've read it oh okay. i'm just looking at the app itself to see if my local one is up oh it is
1: oh and then steve gained 40 pounds <laughs>
0: I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with the fact that they're not putting whipped cream on it, because that shit just, you know,
1: it's just melting.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Let me see if mine... mine's probably not doing. It. I can always guarantee. It. <laughs> oh no! Wait, it is. Oh, it is. Yeah. Let me just uh, make a couple orders here now. Nah. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know what to use, though, Uber Eats or uh, DoorDash.
0: I actually use, I, I for me on mine, I've actually used uh, Yelp or E24, Grubhub, Uber Eats I use today because they have a thing with McDonald's. Um, uh, I use them. Grubhub has quite a few, like magianos Chili's, um, some big restaurants. Same thing with uh, DoorDash. Um, they all seem to be pretty good. Um, I haven't really used DoorDash yet, but now they got fucking fucking Basket robbins in there. That might change the game here. App download. <laughs> and the thing is, is that you kind of, I kind of use, I have all of them because sometimes they have restaurants that aren't in other ones. So, right. you know. but uh, Yeah,
1: they, I heard they were doing the McDonald's delivery. I don't really care for McDonald's that much, I don't, but it was interesting. But it's like, if the world could get any fatter, now you don't even have to get it.
0: <laughs> right. Chick-fil-A's on DoorDash. Oh, that's not bad. Mm-mm. But yeah, so yeah, now that they got uh, Baskin Robbins on there, because uh, looking how much at- do
1: they charge for the delivery though? That's the question.
0: Uh, let's see. Or any, uh, anything. It looks like two ninety
1: nine. Huh. Isn't bad. Yeah. How are Uber- they even making money? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Uber Eats actually didn't charge me tax for McDonald's, but they charged me the the their. Cost fee, which was like five bucks, which here in L.A. it's about the same as tax, so <laughs> you know, <Right. laughs> so it's really not that big of a difference there. Um, but yeah, I
1: bet you if my if my wife went out of town, I would use that shit all the time. Oh, like, I'm like, I'm not leaving the house, right? Fuck
0: this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw. Um, well, because also like here, like because it's been so hot, I haven't really been able. I haven't really gone to the market, and then of course when it gets so hot, you don't want to fucking make anything so then it's kind of right. like oh i can just do this and just not move until we get here <laughs> so it really it really does do this but i i do tend to like to go grab shit but sometimes if i'm craving something i really don't want to go over there primarily like friday saturday night when you got a bunch of shit you know and you know it's going to be crowded as fuck
2: can but you fuck
0: it yep pretty much <laughs> uh so i guess on uh but now that we've now that everybody's downloading <laughs> DoorDash, Door, uh, DoorDash, you know, they're like, "No, you can pause this while you're waiting for your ice cream to show up." But in the meantime, um, I think it's time we jump into some headlines. Yeah. So, it looks like um, an earlier report came out over the week that um, Jeremy Renner broke both arms while filming Infinity War um not that it was based anywhere in fact that he broke both his arms doing infinity war but instead the rap found that he actually broke his arms while doing a stunt on the set of the movie tag a new line comedy which he stars with hannibal burge and ed helms which is also shooting in atlanta um so uh the news that the uh that it happened on the Avenger set was reported a number of different sites, and uh, spread across the Twitterverse. And um, Renner actually took to um, took to the rap and said that, uh, "Yeah, I got a lot of phone calls about that." He uh, um, he says it's frustrating because these things have been misconstrued in the media, and it's really the most awful, strange thing. These are things that can be damaging to an artist or a career if you're res- if you're a respected actor. All of a sudden, this is all. Um, and then all of a sudden this is being said and you're like, what, you know, what becomes of the biggest news? Really, that's news. Um, it's one of those things where I remember um, he showed that he had his arms and in, in two cat not a cast, but one brace and one um, and then uh, one on a, uh, another bandage and. You know, he just he showed it. He didn't say what he was working on, but because Avenger Infinity War's work right now, everybody just assumed that he was he did it on that. And according to him, he hasn't even filmed his scenes for Infinity War yet, and that's coming up in a couple of months. But by that he's expected to, you know, be fine by the time uh, shooting begins on Infinity War. And it's one of those things where it's that news that you're just like it's it, it shit like this because a lot of this, <laughs> to, to paraphrase someone, fake news makes it out there a lot because of the fact that nobody checks anything. Everybody just goes on right. the assumption that this is, what's, this is what's happening and this is what's going on. So, well, Marvel's filming and I know RDJ and, um, and Mark Ruffalo and, and, and um, Benedict Cumberbatch are filming. So he must be there. Ergo, he heard himself there.
1: It is kind of weird to have uh, Hawkeye with two <laughs> two arms <throws>. broken.
0: <laughs> I know. Who's a fucking archer? Like, he's going to be like, but you know what? Think about it. Make him even more of a badass. He shoots with his fucking feet.
1: Oh, shit. You know? I don't think the world's ready for that.
0: that yeah, that's true. I think the world would just be... Yeah, I don't. the world wouldn't be able to handle that.
1: A better place <laughs> for you and for... <laughs>
0: you, you see him coming up there. You hear the fucking... Yeah, then fucking regulate. Come on. Avengers, let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> I took uh, my Rolex. What's next?
1: <laughs> what's next? They took my arms. What's next? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I hate auto. I know. But anyway, Hulu subscribers now add HBO and Cinemax to their service for an additional cost. HBO is available on Hulu for fifteen dollars per month, same price as the standalone HBO now, while Cinemax will cost ten dollars a month. Cinemax. You already know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the add-ons arrive before big premieres like Game of Thrones Thrones series seven, which is for Cinemax to give a fuck about. Right. <laughs> um, HBO now HBO now access will come with HBO on Hulu plus HBO plan. On offering live channels such as HBO2, HBO Family, and HBO Latino. Because you got to have HBO HBO Latino. But will they have HBO Latina? (laughs) 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 No. As part of the add-on in the week ahead. So this is pretty cool because we actually, so we have, um, I always forget the fucking name of it. We have this streaming service that streams TV. Um, Sling TV? Regular TV. Sling, thank you. I always want to call it Steam. And I'm like... It's like no, that's Steam, not Steam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You of all people but, should know who Steam is. <laughs> right. So we have... We have Sling. It's pretty dope. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. But I saw the Hulu was coming up. i something. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, what's good with this? And then I'm like, oh, well, they got HBO and Cinemax. You yeah, know, maybe I need to check them out. So I think my wife... I think my wife signed up for the trial of it. She, but I haven't spoken to her. She watches far more television than I do. Yeah. Um, so this is just so cool because honestly... Nowadays, like if you, there might be a slight inconvenience, but having cable is a waste of fucking money. Like at this point, yeah. you know, unless you're a, a huge sports guy. Because, like, that's one thing that pisses me off when I don't, because I don't have a cable. I haven't had it for like two years. We're actually talking about it today. And um, I would like to watch, I like the Red Sox, but I also like the local team, back Right. You know, and, and if I get MLB streaming service, I can't watch the local team. Black yeah. So I'm like, well, well, what the fuck? I know. You know but I'm, it, it doesn't it, really matter. I'm not watching them anyway. MLB
0: and fucking NFL, notorious for that shit.
1: Yeah. So we're resorted to more nefarious means to watch a baseball games. I, <laughs> I digress. That's a, you know what? I'm going to be straight up. That's the one thing. Like, I actually don't. I, I think i watched a couple of games, but it's kind of great or whatever. But um, that's the one thing you shouldn't really feel bad. Yeah. Because they make it such a pain in the ass, and especially the Diamondbacks here, you can't even watch the Diamondbacks on regular television.
0: Well, it, it sucks worse in L.A. because you have Time Warner, which has the Dodger games, has the bulk of the Dodger games, and not a lot of cha- not a lot of um, cable subscribers carry Time Warner Sports. So in L.A., I can't even watch a Dodger game, even if I tr- even if like say another. Like I have a bunch of sports channels which we're thinking of getting rid of, but if I went to them and they're playing the Dodgers, it blacks out because the because it's being carried somewhere locally. So it's like so we have, it's like that's just that I mean it's like you can't even see it because all these um, providers don't even carry that channel, but yet you're still blacked out.
1: We have Cox Community,
0: which sucks a bunch Cox. of Cox,
1: right? Exactly. But it doesn't matter. You have Direct T V you have Dish. I mean it's 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 all the same shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's um it's just kind of a pain in the ass. But this this whole streaming T V thing, the only thing that sucks for it is a lot of people have a bandwidth limit. Yeah. And you'll be breaking that limit real fucking quick. Oh yeah. You got streaming T V.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about it because with um with uh who do we have? Spectrum now. Um they they had they in their ads they even put like, you know, no bandwidth limits. Um, And we were thinking about, you know, going that route, about going maybe like, um, you know, like Hulu or YouTube or um, Sling or even like, um, what do you call it, Uh, PlayStation View or something like that. But it's really hard to find all the channels, especially like we like BBC America. So it's really hard to get those on there, you know, to find something that carries those. But
1: yeah, I'm I'm looking at that I don't really watch it. Yeah. Like, that's why I was, we had um, we had Dish Network, and I was flipping through channels one day, and this was the day we decided to cancel. And we already had Netflix. We already had, and I noticed no one was ever watching the fucking paper or the satellite. Right. And I'm flipping through satellite, and I'm, I'm thinking about the bill I just fucking sat. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't watch 99% of the shit. Yeah. And that, that was the day we were like, cancel? Yeah. <laughs> bye so it is
0: what it is yeah all right moving on into gaming news two of 2016's biggest shooter battlefield one and titanfall 2 are coming to electronic arts origin access and ea access programs those games will be added to the subscription subscription service by september ea announced uh new to ea access and origin access as of this week are the four expansions for DICE's Star Wars Battlefront, Outer Rim, Bespin, Star Wars, and Rogue One Scarif. The original Star Wars Battlefront came to the library in December 2016. A trio of PC titles are also en route to Origin Access, The Sims 4 Digital Deluxe Edition, Night School Studios Teen Horror Adventure Oxenfree, and double damage Games Space Sim Rebel Galaxy. Subscription to EA Access and Origin Access each um, cost four ninety nine a month to twenty nine ninety nine per year. EA Access is available on Xbox One and boasts more than forty five games, while Origin Access for PS uh, for the PC includes access to more than seventy titles. You've got that right. That you're on EA Access, right? Yeah,
1: yeah I have it for the uh, Xbox. It's pretty dope. I, mean, I have no issues with it. It has a bunch of games on there. I know the. Uh because I have kids that want to play sports games they don't really give a shit if it's the latest one right and they they, they have uh they have the my biggest sports fan is actually my uh, twin daughter um, FIFA? and she loves yeah, yeah. she loves soccer so she, and it has the fifa that they added girl team oh nice um so she's like she's all about it i think she plays it at least 3 times a week <laughs> and well i say it's a lot because i don't let them just stay on fucking video games. but um, that's your job that's the <laughs> The only two games she plays is FIFA and Skate 3, because I just bought Skate 3 as a uh, backwards compatible. Mm. like $10. bucks. <laughs> the only two games she plays. Nice. Um, speaking of games, stupid segue, but you know, it is. <laughs> right. Uh, Blizzard has announced the latest expansion to be released for Hearthstone, uh, Knights of the Frozen Throne, which will include 135 new cards to the game. Set to be released in August, Knights of the Frozen Throne will see players travel to Northrend in an effort to attack the Lich King's Ice Crown Citadel and claim the uh, Frozen Throne. The new expansion also brings with it nine legendary hero cards that, after being played, transform the game's heroes into Death Knights who possess Frost Taint, Tained Armor, and altered Power. I you
0: going to say Frost Taint. <laughs> oh,
1: uh, the new power lifesteal will also be introduced, uh, healing players for damage dealt, which I'm excited about that's something I used to use all the time in Magic Gathering. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Knights of the Frozen Throne will also be three missions available to all players, allowing them to explore the Ice Crown Citadel and engage in battles with bosses like Professor uh, Putricide and Syndagosa. Sindigro- um, it's been a while since I've played WoW. I'm sitting there like, what? <laughs> uh, uh, completing the new prologue mission will earn heroes a random legendary Death Knight hero card. Knights of the Frozen Throne card packs are now available to pre-purchase in 50-pack bundles, limited to one per account for 50 bucks or 49.99. dollars
0: <laughs> um, Save a penny. Special...
1: <laughs> right. Buying the special bundle will come with a unique themed card back. Uh, check out some of the all this so if you follow the links, they have a little link, uh, little gallery to keep out some cards Um, so real quick, too, if if you ever used to play like Magic the Gathering or even Pokemon or any of those card games and you haven't checked out Hearthstone, you're really missing out. Like this, I haven't played in a while because I got you know, like any game, you get kind of burnt out, yeah. But um, the game's free to play, obviously, to buy packs, but they don't they don't it isn't a pay to win like you can you can literally play that game no matter what um and they have single player campaigns multiplayer it's a dope fuck like it really is now and, it, and they ha- it,
0: okay because i don't you know i'm not into you know card playing games or anything like that so is this like physical card games like magic or is it like a digital card game like
1: no this is digital this is all digital, digital. so this this game is um is made by Blizzard, same people who made World of Warcraft, and that's the theme of it. It's in the World of Warcraft uh, universe, but they had a World of Warcraft trading card game, like a physical game, but it didn't really, it didn't really take off. Um, but th- this game is super popular. Like, if competitive seems big, um, sometimes I'll just watch matches on fucking esports and shit. Um, but it's cool because, like, when you do the single player campaigns, there's voiceover, there's a story going on, there's. All types of shit. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a crazy. They took they took like digital card kind of games to the next fucking level, shit. And um, because of this game, there's we're having other games like Gwent coming out of the Witcher series, we have uh, um, the Elder Scrolls has a little card game out too. I haven't tried the other one. but yeah, this game is really dope. It's worth the time if if you're into the kind of game. you haven't checked it out yet.
0: Okay. Yeah, because I was always wondering because I because I was re- I read the article and I was like I'm confused. So, cause I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't play any of that stuff. So I was just, wasn't sure. I was like, is this digital or is this like physical?
1: So. The dopest thing about it is they have a, um, a version for the phone mm-hmm. and it's the same exact thing. So if I, if I play a bunch of matches and get cards on the computer, I got the same shit on my phone. And now that I got that big phone, you know, I'll be <laughs> at work sometimes, bop, 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> and the matches are usually pretty quick. You know, they don't take, you could jump in 15 minutes you know right. knock something out um that deck building all that bullshit it does get pretty complex like if you want it to but you could just play fucking remade deck whatever <laughs> but um but yeah it's just super dope actually you know what now i'm now i need to download it. <laughs> now i want to play it again uh
0: it's funny because um um what was it uh earlier in the week you sent me that message while you were at work saying you know fuck work <laughs> <laughs> that is yep. all. Um, I fuck work. That is all. And uh, I had said something at work. I go. My friend just messaged me and said, "Fuck work. That is all." And the one guy that I work with, he goes, "Tell him yes. So do we." <laughs> right. <laughs> We're all the fuck work. That is all.
1: I think at that time because I was I was busy, and the two people that do my specific job they suddenly lost access to their computer so i was the only one doing it and then fucking um my supervisor was like uh you know the box the box is usually cleaner than it usually why is it so messed up the email box and i'm like because i'm the only one fucking doing it you know that (laughs) right you know it was just dealing with stupidity (laughs) that day
0: uh all right so moving on into comic news Hot off the first look at DC Comics' Dark Knights Metal 1, the publisher has announced a price drop for issues 2 through 6 of the hotly anticipated summer event series. Quote, Orders of Dark Knight, The Forge, and the casting have exceeded our expectations and we're on a similar track for Metal number 1, John Cunningham, DC, Senior Vice President, Sales and Trade Marketing said. Uh, this is allowing us to decrease the price of the remaining issues of metal which means customers can buy the whole series for five dollars less than before it's written by scott snyder and illustrated by greg capullo dark knights metal is described as the former batman teams rock and roll epic according to dc co-publisher dan didio and the entire dc universe is at risk in this event not even just our world he said but multiple worlds are at risk snyder said in a statement teasing the event I've been planning Metal for a long, as long as I have been writing Batman. I want Metal to be built upon the stories happening now in Rebirth. Most of all, we want to create a new material that feels very modern and different. And above all, it's going to be fun. Even with terror and nightmares, it won't be grim. Dark Knights Metal will be celebratory, huge, and crazy. On sale for $4.99 Dark Knights Metal 1, it hit stands August 16, 2017. Now here's the one thing that I thought about this I'm like, at what point do you oh our other things were so successful we can drop the price on all these other ones it's usually kind of counter to what you know
1: yeah I, mean, it just, I read I read the first issue of chords and I enjoyed it I mean the only the only negative that people have been saying is is that I'm not gonna ruin it but a character that's at the end of it they're kind of like oh here we go again. Um, but other than that, I was digging the shit out of it. Like, it, it, it was interesting, and it was one of those where it's written where you kind of never know what's going on. All right. But it's okay. <laughs> like, it's part of the story. Um, and the art was, was decent, stuff like that, but, um, I don't know. It,
0: it just seems I weird. The, it just seems weird. They but... will
1: sell more books this way, but I don't know why they're,
0: yeah. why
1: they would do that. Maybe they, Maybe they think quantity over... Like the quantity will be so much higher if they lower the price.
0: Yeah, but most companies don't do that, which is just the kind of no, the weird which is the weird part to me of like, you know, like it just kinda just sounded a little weird.
1: Or maybe DC's um living off that Wonder Woman money. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they I was reading too that uh the Wonder Woman books have been fucking flying off the shelf since that movie came out. Oh no shit. A lot of the a lot of the trades and, and stuff like that. Right. So Um, I'm happy to hear that, but maybe they're living off that extra change. (laughs) They're like, let's just do everyone a break, right? Yeah, um, all right. So, speaking of DC, -er, (laughs) I don't know why I keep doing cheesy segues. Um, DC is announcing a new Batman, which isn't a shock, (laughs) but uh, this one has an interesting twist. So, Batman White Knight, um. This upcoming miniseries will feature Joker as the hero and Batman as the villain. um White Knight features Sean Sean Gordon Murphy, uh from Tokyo Ghost, as both writer and artist. Which that's another thing I dig. I, I like you get these rare books where the right the same dude's writing and, and doing the art and if if it's good, it's it's got this weird synergy going on. Yeah. You know what I Because mean? he's the image is in his head where he's right. You know what I mean? So it's kind of crazy. Um, White Knight, yeah, um, we'll run for seven issues beginning in October. The series opens with Joker finally being cured of his madness and violence. And hate. Now, re- referring to himself as Jack, uh, the reformed villain will set about righting the many wrongs in the past and trying to make Gotham city a better place. Part of that mission will involve ridding the city of illegal vigilantes like Batman. Uh, quote, we know Joker's a genius. We know he's relentless. We know he can play the crowd. So why not make him a politician, said (laughs) Murphy in DC's press release? Why not strip away the psychosis, the thing that's holding him back, and let him challenge Batman unimpeded? And to make it even scarier, what if he did it legally and without breaking any rules so that Batman could stop um, seeing Gotham for the first time with clear eyes, psychosis now cured, he, he starts to understand the absurdity of vigilante and how Batman's actions are only contributing to Gotham's endless crime cycle. Joker sets out to beat Batman by becoming the white knight that Gotham really needs. So this is interesting, but I, and I'm really, I'm I'm definitely gonna uh, pick this up when it comes out, but I I can almost feel there's a twist you know yeah. What I mean, like, he's hes just yet again, just he's, yeah, he's not crazy, but he's still fixated on Batman. So there, there has to be something going on here, you know? But I mean, like I said, stories like this are cool. They've done this before where Joker's been cured. It, it's, it's, and he always comes back. Right. You know? But the cool thing is, this is a mini series, so they can definitely, they have freedom. It's outside of the main, they kind of do whatever the fuck they want. Um, which, is never a bad thing yeah really awesome there's a cool uh black and white uh, if you Follow the show notes, a cool black and white uh uh page from the book i think it's from the book or they're just fucking around but no it's, it's from the book from what thing. i've seen okay so it's like it's you have to see it but it's just it's dope like i wouldn't mind that as a fucking poster like they just look it just looks dope yeah um
0: yeah it looks interesting when i when i read that too i was like going there's got to be something else, like you know, it's like there's, there's right. got to be something there.
1: And also seven issues; they usually do sixes. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I'll definitely be picking it up. At least a trade. There you go. You know, we'll, we'll we'll read it. Is what I'm trying. <laughs> At
0: some point. <laughs> uh, all right. So, speaking of deals, I had no segue, so I'm just gonna do this. Um, yeah. <laughs> Amazon Prime Day is almost here, and if you're serious about finding the best deals, admittedly, you will probably refrain from shopping this weekend, just to see what Amazon it has to offer. Uh, in two days, on, at 9 p.m. Eastern on July 10th, which is the same day this podcast comes comes out, the Mammoth Online Retailer will begin launching hundreds of thousands of new deals every five minutes or so. Of course, um, they'll be sure to bring the best worth buying, uh, but maybe you don't care about uh, Prime Day or you do you're just but you're impatient but um, they have a list of 13 deals that are worth checking out including uh, new Google Home Chromecast sales uh, an exclusive Google Home and Chromecast bundles uh, as so some of the deals that are listed from the verge which the link is in the show notes uh, they had um, the nest learning thermostat uh that they brought the price down to uh, they brought the price price down 50 bucks and it turned and it was for $199 But uh, since then it's gone back up to $249 uh, And on Sunday to the end of the shopping on Sunday the 4th of July sale saved up to $500 on selected laptops and desktops Until the 9th, which is to, on Sunday when we're recording you saved up to 43% on select um, Lenovo laptops Uh, 15% discount off of the entire purchase for active military reservists veterans and immediate family members on the 10th, which is um uh the 10th you can shop the microsoft ultimate game sale with discounts on pc hardware and xbox titles uh, and until the 11th you can also take advantage of amazon prime day lead-up deals including four months of amazon music unlimited with access to tens of thousands of songs for just 99 cents remember that back in the day when uh, you could buy songs for 99 cents yeah.
2: um
0: and uh, some other deals, uh, Google Home discounts, uh, a few online retailers are marked it down by $30, bringing the price down to $99. Uh, you can get uh, BH, Jet, Walmart, Best Buy, or Verizon. Uh, Google Chromecast discounts, save $10 on Google Chromecast and Chromecast Audio. And um, Google Home and Chromecast video bundles for 99 bucks. You can get, uh, or 100 bucks. you can get both products uh, bundled exclusively at eBay via the Google Store. Um, you can still buy a Galaxy S8 or S8 Plus from Samsung Financing outright uh, or outright purchase for full retail and receive a $200 gift card. So there's a lot of deals going on. The link, like I said, is in the show notes. So you'll be able to check out a lot of that stuff. And yeah, of course, uh, the 11th. Big day for Amazon, and we'll see how many uh, how many people uh, how many people flock to it this year. So that's a big day for them. I don't.
1: I have to be. I have to admit, I have I don't know what fucking Prime Day is. Like I keep seeing it, and I never when I see it, I never have time to look into it. Mm. And I'm like, what the fuck is Prime Day? So it's like,
0: well, it's it's basically it's a, it's a sale day for anybody who has Prime. And like right. within it's the like, uh, within the app you can also have notifications of alerts of new sales going on and you know they're only available for a limited time so if you're checking stuff you can always you know purchase all their shit you know for and usually it has really good deals it's turned into like the Black Friday of Amazon
1: ain't nothing wrong with that
0: yeah
1: we will buy our shit from Amazon right um so speaking of Facebook <laughs> 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 no i i came across this article on engadget it was really interesting because what are we um,
0: mm, on a segue oh and
1: it was right someone's banging on my phone hold on steve entertain the gap.
0: <laughs> hello my bye bye hello my darling hello my back time gal um uh, i mean i i as far so vamping here for a little bit um if you if you don't have you know because it's a hundred bucks for Amazon Prime, but you can also do the monthly thing, which is like I think eleven bucks a month for Amazon Prime. And even if you do the monthly deal, you still get access to the Amazon Prime uh, sales. So so if you guys okay, if you guys want to check if you guys want to do that, you can also do the monthly thing, and you'll still have access to all the Amazon Prime deals.
1: Okay. A buddy of my a buddy of mine was listening to our podcast. And goes, I heard that you got up. They're um, in the pocket Somebody knocked on the door I'm like yeah that happens Every once in a while And he goes Too low professional isn't it I'm like you try to have Six bucks kid <laughs> Get off my ass um, What do you want people, What do you want for free <laughs> Right So So I, I came across this article um, About Facebook on Engadget Something they're doing with the uh, I'm proud of you by the way up. Why
0: Because you got something From other than IGN
1: Yeah well you know Usually the tech, the tech one will be from somewhere else because they, the IGN don't talk about tech. Really? See the, so Steve was giving me shit the other day because almost all of my news is from IGN. But the reason is because that's where I get all my fucking gaming news and shit. You know, so I don't I see it and I go, oh, cool, and I save it and put it on the thing. But you know, whatever, diversify is good. Um, so I'm just gonna read this so you guys can absorb it. Understand what we're doing. There we go. Nobody else does. <laughs> right. It's been four years since Facebook got the okay to build a new Frank Gary Design headquarters in uh, Menlo Park, California. How far away is Menlo Park from way. you?
0: Menlo Park? That's like Northern California.
1: Okay. Menlo Park, California. So the nice side of California. Ah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I see ah. what you did there. Hey super expensive though. you thought la was Mm -hmm. expensive we go to san francisco see how you do um Mm. and two years since the company moved into the space now the company is looking to expand again unlike apple's isolated spaceship campus a little shade getting thrown i think Mm -hmm. um however facebook's new willow campus quote uh seems to take a cue from google in offering more public access the new menlo park campus is designed to connect to other people Providing housing, retail, and transportation to both the company and its neighbors. The official filing of the plan is to set is set to occur later this month. Facebook is looking is likely trying to get ahead of public opinion with this new focus on social connection. The Bay Area is known for tech companies driving up the price of housing, clogging up the roadways, and shuttling employees around in private shuttles. Quote. Part of our vision is to create a neighborhood center that provides long-lasting community services for the company in a blog post. We plan to bring 125,000 square feet of new retail space, including grocery store, pharmacy, and additional community-facing retail. The company also hopes to contribute to local housing shortages, building 1,500 new units on the Willow campus, 15% of which will rent at below market rate. Facebook has an existing Catalyst Housing Fund help provide more affordable housing in the area. Recode estimates there will be 1.75 million square feet of office space uh, though it's not clear whether this will be solely for Facebook's use. Um, update to this article. A Facebook spoke. This wasn't here when I chose the article so It's kind of cool. A Facebook spokesperson uh, spent sent in Gadget the following specification about the new Willow Campus plant. So just real quick. 59 acre site. 1.75 million square foot office 1.6 6 million square feet of residential space uh 1500 units of housing 50% of market rate yeah yeah, yeah. 125,000 square feet of retail space grocery store pharmacy hotel cultural and visitor center included uh construction multiple phase 24 month months each to complete first phase uh projected be finished in early 2021. To include retail, housing, and office space. The office for Metropolitan metro, price. <laughs> the office for Metropolitan Architecture, OMA, to design this new campus. Seven new publicly accessible parks and plazas that range from half an acre and two acres in size. So this was interesting to me, and, and it's something that if if a lot of companies pick up on in the future would be interesting right so you have like you have this company Facebook and instead of just putting up a skyscraper and calling it a day they want to make this like I don't know if utopian is the fucking the word to use here but this like just this community if it was
0: Apple they would use that word
1: right so there's two things that I think Facebook is doing this for the first reason would be to make the world a better place let, we'll throw it in there There's somebody in the boardroom that thinks this will make the world a better place Okay But the bigger reason is It keeps everyone off their fucking back Yeah Because it makes the neighborhood that they live in happy Now that, now we wouldn't see small companies do it the Bigger companies can get away with this It's kind of And they mentioned Google and the thing It's kind of two different, two different schools of thought So Google's like Or Apple, I'm sorry Apple's like I'm going to move away from everyone Right and then they won't be upset and facebook's like well i'm gonna i'm gonna build with everyone but i'm gonna make their lives better i'm gonna provide them you know with better services and stuff like that so i think this is a dope idea well as we've
0: always as we've always suspected you know um facebook is on the road to global domination so you know this is how you become this is how you become um uh what's the word i'm looking for um you become part of um, part of it is by, you know, slowly infiltrating yourself into the community, you know, right? Well, if Facebook and
1: Google ever if Facebook and Google ever merge just you might as well just stand there and wait for your overlords to give you a command pretty much But I don't know. I just thought this was a cool idea. <laughs> they have a pretty clip arty picture of just some people in the neighborhood having fun and know? it's a big and but it's the,
0: a, and it's a longer article than you're used to
1: Yes, yeah Let's keep making fun of Adam. That that makes sense. <laughs> um, well, one thing too is they're building packs. That's kind of cool. You know, there's not, nothing wrong with building packs. Yeah. Arizona has. I think Arizona is ironic. We have tons of pot, but there's four months a year we don't use. Is <laughs> it so fucking hot? Oh, I thought it was like eight to nine months out of the year you don't use it. No, them. it's only four months that it's too hot.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, stop hate. <laughs> Uh well I mean you know you, you you live out in the the backward world so you know.
1: Right. Thank you're you. You're welcome. Sixth largest metropolitan area in the country. Yeah, but there's a big do-
0: drop off between 3 and 4. Oh, yeah, sure there <laughs> is. All right. So on that note, that brings us to the end of the
1: headlines. See, Steve Steve doesn't know. Oh, we're going to you're going to cut me off with the music. Got gotcha. you.
0: Now you may continue that thought.
1: Cut me off with the fucking. Yeah, <laughs> I hit track.
0: I hit that before you even started. So There's, fuck
1: off. <laughs> there are neg. There are negatives to the. I'm going to tell people they don't know. There's negatives to the Phoenix area. One being the heat, of course. Four four months out of the year, it's it's dog hot. Like it's ridiculous. Um, but what Steve see? Steve compares to L.A. and what he doesn't realize is. Phoenix is what a metropolitan area looks like before it's become so overcrowded <laughs> that it's almost going to fall into the ocean due to weight restriction. Like, there's fucking weight. so many people in Los Angeles. <laughs> I, w- I moved to L.A. I moved to L.A. And I, I you know, and, and before I say anything, I, I enjoyed my time in L.A. My living situation wasn't exactly ideal, but L.A. is a great place. has tons of shit to do, blah, blah, blah. Every time I walked outside, I bumped into something. There's people fucking everywhere. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> there's always people. Yep. And it doesn't matter what time it is. Yep. There's always people. Like, <laughs> yep. It's like fucking A, man. Hasn't gotten any better. No. It just gets worse because more and more people move there for the dream. <laughs> I didn't move there for the dream. Somebody asked me that when I lived out there, too. They go, did you did you move to L.A.? Because like, you're writing scripts or you're an actor. I'm mm-hmm. like, no. They... <laughs> But then I soon realized everyone is doing that in LA. <laughs> Some are better than others. Yeah. I know one that's good at it. <laughs> and I'm speaking to him now. <laughs> However, the all most of the other ones, like remember that um young dude that worked with us um at NQ? And he was like he had glasses, he was kinda oh, he was kinda yeah, chubby. Yeah, yeah. And he was always talking about scripts he was writing. Mm-hmm. Well, I went, he lived in a, actually a nice apartment, his parents paid for it, but he lived in a nice apartment in uh, North Hollywood. So I went to go peep it out, because I hadn't, at that point, I hadn't been to Hollywood. We were hanging out. And um, he was like, you want to read my script? And I'm like, okay. Which is, by the way, a question you get asked a lot in LA. <laughs> um, and I read it, and it, it was horrifyingly bad. <laughs> it just and, and now, you know, in his defense, I'm not used to reading scripts you know but i did do really good in shakespeare which is essentially a fucking script right you know so i i read it like that and then i'm fucking reading the script and i'm like well this doesn't make any sense because he asked me he's like give me your honest opinion so i told him this i said this might work better here and th- and he got it <laughs> about threw me out the fucking house i'm like god damn yeah
0: i know it's like if you you're ask people for your opinion y- you want their opinion you don't want yes men
1: Especially if you're asking me for my yeah. opinion. I'm going to let you know. You know, like, I thought I was helping. But no, he just wants to. He's probably, because he had just moved, probably used to his parents saying all of his great. Yeah.
0: Or friends just yeah. saying, oh, no, it's really good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't even remember what it was, to be honest with you. That memorable. That's memorable yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: All right. So it's your, you picked this topic this week. So why don't you uh, segue it in?
1: So this is going to be kind of out of place, but. Um, <laughs> I was I was reading, so I have a Kindle. But I also read regular books, for whatever reason. Like uh, for in, for example, um, I, I I have my Kindle. So my Kindle is always at my nightstand next to my bed. That's where I read. Um, but I also have a book that I'm rereading, uh, which is Super Gods, which is a hmm. book that
2: yeah.
1: uh, Steve gave me. Now I can't fucking shove it into my Kindle, so I read I read the book. Which it doesn't bother me. So it brought it kind of reminded me of the debate, which is which is better, which is a weird question to ask because it's really subjective. Yeah. who's There's so many different reasons. So I thought we'd just go over some of the reasons, and and I think maybe too a lot of people are still on the fence about e-readers, and and they don't really know what the benefits are to them, you know. So we can kind of go over that or whatever. Um. But you you also do the same. You do both. You yeah. read books and you know. Yeah,
0: I mean, I I do both. Um, I obviously, I mean, it's really weird. There's certain books that I don't mind. Actually, there I shouldn't say there's certain books. I I just, I guess I mean I like e readers um, for the the ability to not have to carry one book with me all the time. Um, right. I can carry everything. But the thing is, is like I used to have a Kindle. Um, I still do. I just don't use it anymore because I have an iPad now, which I have uh, uh, the Kindle app on my phone on on it, so it works. You know, just as well. You know, and so I can pull all my you know Kindle stuff in there. Plus, I get my com- I put my comics on there and things along that line. So, um, in those instances, because there was a time too where I was buying comic books physically, because you you do tend to miss the you know. The, the flipping of the pages and the kind of right. holding it in, the, in your hand. And same thing with books too, is that, you know, sometimes you kind of miss the, the smell of the paper when you're, you know, when you're reading books. But I, I think in, in my situation, it kind of came down to just room. Um, I need room. Um, and then I think in some instances, some books that I had got ruined because, you know, leak or you loan it out to something or it just, you know, the binder breaks or tears or what have you. Um, and then I just ended up going to e-readers because, like, on Amazon, you can go ahead and, and buy books digitally. And then if you switch devices, you just log in and it, all of them are there and it just redownloads. So it's not like you're, you're doing that. But if I'm doing, like, research or something like that, if I'm writing and I'm doing research, I do get physical books because I, right. I like putting in – the little post-it note strips and highlighting certain things and, and referencing and little notes and stuff like that. And that's what I like. If I'm reading something to just like entertain or to read, I'll I'll usually do nine times out of ten I'll do an e reader, um an e read version. Um but uh you know like um like you just you just gave me the Martian uh book which is right. which was cool. My brother bought me a book for it was a book that I put on my uh wish list. It's just conspiracy theories. But, you know, he bought it in the e-read form So it came to me and I just downloaded it So it was like, that was kind of cool for. So for me, for like, that was just like easy But, you know, if I'm doing stuff on like research And things like that, I'm mostly getting legitimate books uh, uh, You know, so I can, you know, highlight Look through, go back and forth in Sometimes for research and, and it's probably because I'm still old school You know, with a lot of that stuff So I think in some of those instances um, You know, going going back and forth with an actual book versus an e-reader for research it's easier than like going through an e-reader. So, but and also, you know, <laughs> the e-read versions are usually a little cheaper.
1: Yeah, that's true. It used to not be that mm-hmm. way. No, that when they first came out the e-read version were fucking you were like fuck you. Well, that's because that's Too because bad. that
0: whole price fixing thing.
1: Right, right. So with me, so First, first and foremost, I'm going to get this out of the way. The only kind of books that I can really read on an e-reader are Dr. books Seuss that are books. meant Dr. Right. <laughs> books. Well, let me say this first, too, because you mentioned the iPad thing. And a few people have told me that. Like, oh, well, I have a tablet because, you know, I can read the book on that. My eyes are light sensitive. So I can't I can't stare at a tablet for more than, like, 15 minutes. I start getting a headache and my vision starts going blurry. So I have the regular Kindle... For the black and white screen works perfectly and and I love it I think it's a great technology because it is the same as paper like it's it's legit right. um but the only books that I read on it and the only books I'd ever want to read on it are books that are designed to read from front to back hmm. so you mentioned textbooks if it's a book that I have to flip around no it's it's too much of a pain in the ass yeah especially too like you'll be online like i I was trying to read I forget what book it was it was a book on like um it was like a historical. It was almost like a textbook, and I was online and I was looking at um, at the Amazon page for it, and I was looking in the comments and it said, "Oh yeah, on page blah blah blah," they talk about this and this. And, oh, that's dope. But the page numbers don't sync up on an e-reader, so like if mm. the page number in the book is not the same as the e-reader. right, um, so it's the one thing I do like about it though, um, is you can you can manipulate. So I have the Kindle Paperwhite, so it also has the background light. But it's more of a natural light, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, so you can, you know, read it and it, you don't have to... It's not like the old school Game Boy where you have to be under a fucking lamp. Right. Um, also, you can, ha- you can have the thing read to you, but I've never had it do that before. But that's kind of dope. Uh, you can... And thousands of books on one device is always great. You don't have tons of books and stuff like that. Right. Uh, the stuff I think it's not good for is, yes, the, the, the whole... You mentioned the, um, flipping the page. With, with me, I do miss sometimes. You get a book, and, I, and The Martian is a perfect example. I, I, I read The Martian, then I gave it. I like to do that. You get a book, and then you give it to somebody else, which is something you can't do with even reading because I have a couple of books. Um, like I have a small bookshelf with, with some books on it, but most of the time, if I buy like a novel and I read it and I thought it was dope, I'll give it to someone else. Because I, I don't know, I the habit I got from my grandpa. You read a book and you give it to somebody else so they can enjoy it too, enrich their lives, um, right? So, I read the Moshin, and 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 when you read a regular book, you have this feeling of completion yeah. at the end of the book, like this this. This physical thing in front of me, I have completed. Yeah, the the, you know, the
0: thickness of the book suddenly goes to the front, and then there's just this sense of like, I want to, fin- I need to finish this book.
1: And all the all, the binding has is is worn in a little mm-hmm. bit and stuff like that. So it's it's that with an e-reader, you don't really get that. No. you know. But
0: I'm sure there's a sound I, bite out there somewhere where you can just play right. the play it when you, you just hear a book closing. Yeah. or you hear the crack of a leather binder when you open a book for the first time. You know,
1: right. So the the cool thing about e-readers, though, is you if you want to read classic novels, they're all fucking free. Yeah. Like you can get anything. What's the date? Anything before like I think nineteen ten or something, something like that.
0: Yeah, it's called public domain. And
1: before, yeah, before they copyrighted books, so you can get all those books for free. And there's there's websites that have them all. You can download every single one. Um, the one thing that sucks about mine is I can't read comments on it. I can. Through like a fucking convert this and that, but it's black and white and it fucking goes super slow because it's an image. Um, so I do still want a tablet, that. But I think e-readers are are cool, but not everyone. Not it, they're not for everybody, right? Like, like because because of the reasons that we listen Um, but but some of the, I mean, you can go to the library and get a book downloaded directly to the e-reader, which I think is kind of funny because they're like, oh, but it, it won't work after two weeks. Like, why do I have to return it? You know like Just stupid stuff like that But um That's all copyright Fucking Usage rules. But yeah for um The Kindle app is dope On the tablets too Because you can get like uh Um uh, The comics Stuff like that Books with pictures yeah. In them but what, what do you think Well, If you had to pick one Which one would you pick
0: uh you mean either either one of
1: e-reader or book
0: um if i had to pick one i probably would i probably would go with a book the reason being and it's it's going to sound so stupid and so lame but every time you see a person with a book and i'm talking not in real life because it usually doesn't you know, it, it doesn't translate well into real life. But when you see somebody in like, like on uh, like Star Trek or something like that, you know, they could read on pads, but then you see like Picard pull out a book and he just kind of like right. reads a the book. There's just something a little distinguished about like reading a book, licking the finger and flipping that page, um, you know, uh, they look. The, yeah, you know, and and. And you know when I'm when I'm looking at my iPad, you know I think of the pad, you know from you know from Star Trek. Um, but um, I, I think in a lot of instances, I think if if you know push came to shove, I would probably get more books. But the downside is is that we don't have a whole lot of bookstores anymore. Um, so you know the, there's a
1: right. The only the only logical place to buy books anymore is Amazon.
0: <laughs> Who actually I is mean, the you... reason why they got rid of the bookstores?
1: Right. Who you can? I mean, they have Barnes and Noble.
0: very few very
2: few
1: now very few and they just closed one down the closest one to me they closed down Mm. which is kind of a bummer because i remember for a while what was it like three weeks my internet was out oh right yeah and i was going there to do articles show notes and all types of dumb shit um at the uh at the bookstore that was pretty dope but um barnes and noble the the problem is the cost. like, yeah. And that's another reason, another kind of black mark for e-readers. Like, yeah, the books are usually cheap, but you can get them deals. Or you can buy used books. You, know, you can hit a used bookstore. We have this huge used bookstore here, which I love to go to. It's just hard to find books at a used bookstore. Yeah. Because it's usually just kind of all over the place. Um, but I think if I had to pick one, I would pick books two. I mean, I love the e-readers. They're great. But – I don't know, it's, and and maybe it's very telling that in Star Trek, <laughs> there's still books yeah. in the twenty fourth century. You know, yeah, it's 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 kind of a perfect technology. There's nothing really wrong with it, other than being just
0: convenience now at this point.
1: Right. It's and and then I was thinking because I was talking to my wife about it, like I was kind of bouncing ideas back with her, and she's like, "Well, why do you like? I'm like well, I can have thousands of books on one device?" She's like, "How many do you read at a time?" And I go, <laughs> "Oh." Yeah. Uh, fuck fuck <laughs> here, you and your logic <laughs> Right, kind of ruin that You know, so um, But I haven't, and I've, I've been The reason why I really put this here is I've been having This kind of internal struggle As it were um, Of if I should be buying Books on the e-reader, or if I buy books Like which do I want to do Right. Now one reason why the e-reader works for me a lot Is I have a house with a lot of people in it People have things, yeah. you know Stuff like that, so it saves on space Like I would have to buy I mean I could buy a big bookshelf. It's not that big of a deal, but in my head I'm like I'm saving faith. yeah yeah, that's kind um, of
0: what I did too. That's why the comics have gone digital uh, for me is because of the fact that, and that's really kind of if I, I mean like I you know like I said earlier i pref, I would prefer the physical like I would prefer to go to the comic store and, and pull the books and and do all that and and go to a bookstore and, and buy books um, but because of space, really what it comes down yeah. to is you amass so much shit. That you end up like I don't have space for all this anymore, and then you're like, okay, so then you start buying digital comics and and books, and you know what I find is easier to do digitally than than physically, impulse buys.
1: That's true too. You hit the Amazon store right on the right on the fucking device. Right. And you're like, oh, I can get that. Oh, I can get that. Because you're not really thinking about right.
0: it. Right. You're like going, Oh, it's only a book you You're not thinking a whole much you know, a whole lot of oh, it's cool, it's on sale for like ten bucks. Oh, cool, I'll get that. And you can get a right. lot of those impulse buys and then later on you're just you know, if, if you you had to have gone to the bookstore and then when you start seeing, Oh, I have like eight books here, I'm gonna have to figure out which ones I really want, you do it on an e reader. The only time you really do that is after you get your you know, you look at your bank account, you're like, Oh fuck. <laughs> I bought that much oops <laughs> yeah but
1: um yeah i think and it's, it's it sounds kind of silly but the thing i i i miss most uh with using readers is that is that sharing that like uh oh i just finished the book check it out you'll like it. you yeah. know what i mean like and i was reminded of that when i gave you the martian like i was like that book was awesome like i really fucking enjoyed it and i'm like oh now i know my friend will enjoy it too. right you know what i mean like it and and it's kind of um it doesn't make any sense to me to buy a book, read it, never read it again, and then hoard it on your shelf <laughs> and not let anyone read it. It doesn't make any sense. You know, so there's a few books. Like I have a I have an older copy from the seventies um, of The Lord of the Rings. I have mm-hmm. all three books. It's like it's the cheapy they're small, hard covers, you know, oh, but they're right. old and yeah. I like them. And I probably wouldn't give those away. Yeah. You know, you can find your own fucking copy. I've three. even, I've, I, yeah, <laughs>
0: I've even thought about like, you know, cause like I, I you know, it's kind of like, I would just buy those books just to have and have them on a shelf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: And then of course, um, reference books, like I have uh, a couple of reference books for different things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, comics, I'm pretty much strictly digital. I, I, one thing with, com- I always feel like I'm ruining them when I'm reading right right <laughs> and then and then like I'll collect them but I don't want
0: them. yeah
1: I don't want to collect them I just do because that's what you're supposed to do right right you know? but I'm 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 at an age now where I just don't fucking care they're not really going to be worth that much money anyway anymore <laughs> yeah I know when you got you like know? the
0: 10th variation of you know the 10th edition exactly. of it yeah
1: so it just doesn't really matter I have uh, all the first issues of new 52 and I was thinking about just throwing them up and selling them I have yeah. I, They just sit in a box. They don't really do anything. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. I have that too. Where I'm thinking about like that. They're selling bunches or something like that.
1: Just getting rid of them. But um, yeah. So e-readers, they have their place definitely, and and there's some people that they only use e-readers. Yeah. You know, and I think the younger generations, of course, that grow up with it, they're a little bit more. They're they're more apt to that, yeah. But yeah, nothing, nothing really beats that feeling of. of reading a physical book.
0: And if you read tons of books, like, you know, uh, one of my exes, she reads tons of books. And she just got an e-reader because it just became about space. Yeah. You know.
1: And and one thing, too. No, go ahead. I was just
0: going to say, and plus, like, you know, if you become a member of Amazon, you can rent, you know, their book club or something like that. You can rent books. And, you know, there's those Netflix of those things now. So it's like, why the fuck not? The
1: accessibility is. something. Yeah. You know I Man, but um, one thing I do I do like about the e-reader, and I was reminded of it when I was reading that fucking Super Gods book. When you're laying in bed, that book gets fucking heavy, yeah. After a while, and you're like, fucking Jesus! Like you, you're just <laughs> tired of having your hands up, and stuff like that. The e-reader's so fucking light, you don't even notice, right? Um, and then the ability to read in the dark, that's great. My wife's sleeping; she doesn't want the light on. So like yeah. I could just kick her out. I'd yeah, that's true. You can solve always do that. that fucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll get a reading room, a room dedicated <laughs> to reading.
0: Surround myself with I, books I, and not read any daughter, of them.
1: My oldest daughter asked me because she said that um, she was watching some like show, like a novella or something, and it had they had a reading room and it was just for reading. A couple chairs had books. In because why don't you really see that anymore? I'm like, oh, because people put TVs in them. Yeah. <laughs> like, reading rooms are like 18th century fucking rooms. Yeah, like nobody. They're called
0: there. man caves now. That's what, <laughs> that's 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 right.
1: what reading rooms are. They put a fucking computer in there.
0: <laughs> uh all right. So I guess on that note we should uh jump into our douchebags. Yes. Alright, so my douchebag is a carryover from from last week. Um and it's It's sad, but it's one of those things where you're just like, what the fuck were you people thinking? Um, For those of you that may not have heard it, I'm not going to read the total article. If you want to read the article, I have the link in the show notes. Um, But it's about the uh, Minnesota couple that uh, the 19-year-old girlfriend shot and killed her boyfriend trying to do a stunt for their YouTube channel uh because they wanted to see if a 50 caliber bullet could actually go through a book and
1: and they found out yeah
0: and uh, and there's it's weird because in this story they don't I don't I don't I don't remember seeing it but in another story they said that they had tried it and the book stopped it but the thing is is that like in this, it depends on the book. Well, no, not only that, it also depends on how close. Right. You know, because, you know, according to this, like she, the Mona Lisa Perez was charged with second degree manslaughter for shooting her boyfriend, 22 year old Pedro Ruiz III. Um, and th- he basically, Ruiz held up a book described by the county attorney, James Brew, as a hardcover encyclopedia. And Perez pulled a trigger on the fifty caliber desc- Desert Eagle pistol. Let's see whether the bull- bullet will go through. Um, and according to the complaint, they were she was only two feet away. You know? Yeah. And it-, and it was like, you know, and they've been doing YouTube videos for a lot of different stuff. They had a three-year-old daughter that was nearby and saw it. Wow. Wow. Um, they basically just uh yeah it's uh it's let's see they were i wanted to get to kind of um the the latter part where they were talking to one of the relatives and oh it says perez stated that she shot from about a foot away while he held the book to his chest um and uh basically what um they said uh, Perez has a YouTube channel that many videos of the couple have made with stunts and pranks prevalent uh, The most recent one went up the morning before the shooting titled doing scary stunts at the fair part one and show the couple attending The last um, fair last Thursday Ruiz and a young relative were featured enjoying various rides Imagine when we have 300,000 subscribers Perez said during the video Ruiz replies I told them the bigger we get I'll, I'll be throwing parties Uh, And one hour before the future unraveled Monday morning, Perez wrote on Facebook, we are in the process of making Pedro a YouTube channel. Oh, man, it's going to be sweet. LOL. She added all the crazy stuff. We will be will be on his uh, channel and mine. Uh, We will be our we will be our family life we will be our family life. Um, And, you know, there's the comments and there's just they wanted to be famous. You know, it's like we want more viewers. We want to be famous. And. In this kind of instance, I'm just thinking why, why that, that, it was like, it's sad, but at the same time, it's like, why the fuck would you even do that? Like, there's no thought into it. It's like, oh, well, we did it from this far away and it didn't go through. Why would you need to do it on there for that? It's like, you know, and then the, the problem is, is with the the, the anim- an- anonymity of the internet, you always have people that are like, yeah, do it, do it, do it, because there's no culpability. Yeah.
1: Well, they're also probably just dumb yeah like you know i i don't i'm not trying to talk ill of the dead but let's be honest here like fucking do your research yeah like figure out how physics works right before you do before you do stuff like this and then with the with the kid right there yeah. you know like ridiculous all to all to get youtube views yeah you know like is it really that fucking important
0: yeah i mean you know it and the desert eagle is one of the more powerful fucking semi-automatic handguns you can use oh yeah it's, that
1: thing's a fucking beat.
0: yeah i mean you just sit there you all you have to do is just go to a shooting range put a book out there fire it you know and then yeah, do a test it
1: literally would take you 15 minutes to figure out <laughs> if that would work or not right you know
0: yeah, it's like, oh, well, you did it from ten feet away and it didn't go through. Oh, we're gonna do about two feet away; it's gonna go through, because there's yeah, more. Because, because there's more force.
1: The, yeah, the bullet's slowing down constantly as it travels. Yeah, it's called you know, physics. So at ten feet, <laughs> right? It's that's the problem with so many people nowadays. Look, I'm just gonna be honest with you. So many people nowadays are fucking stupid. Oh yeah. To common sense things, they don't understand. Because no one looks anything up; they're too busy looking at their fucking Facebook. They they don't care well, about the, anything. Important. The problem
0: is, is they're too busy looking at at, um, at people's theories and thinking that that's true. You know, exactly. and and you know, it's like, oh well, you know, this site said that you know you can do it this, and this site said you can do that, and it's like going, yeah, and this site said you can, you know, that you can go to Antarctica and there's a hole into the center of the Earth. It's like you can't, right. you know, it's like give me a fucking break. But, yeah, I mean, this was – and, you know, some people may say, like, well, you know, that's a little harsh being a douchebag. No, it's – this is the definition of a douchebag.
1: Like, we need to, we need to be harsh so other people fucking know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, I honestly wouldn't have even been upset if they put it on the news. And were like, we have no sympathy for these fucking yeah. – we have sympathy for the kid. But we right. don't have any sympathy for anybody else. People fucking deserve it. Yeah. For doing something stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's just
0: like, you know, you're 20-something years old. There's research and shit involved. You don't do dangerous shit like that and, and, you know, and then be like, oh, shit, you know, what happened? You know, it's like all you're doing is to be famous. And that's the problem is now because everybody has a YouTube channel and they make money. And it's like, you know, you know, the people that fucking make a lot of money, the I Justines of the world and, you know, the, you know, the Pew Pew Die, you know, those, they don't do shit like that. No. (laughs) No, they don't put themselves in harm's way. Why? Uh because that's you know, stupid, because something could go wrong. They're you know, if you want to be jackass, you know why jackass worked? Because there was a ton of professionals around. You know. And
1: even there were accidents still.
0: Yeah, there's still accidents. They broke bones and stuff like that, but they had medical people around and make sure that shit was gonna you know, that shit would be okay or this wasn't too dangerous.
1: Right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, let's go on to a funny one then. Yeah. Stop all this fucking, uh, this sad shit. So, <laughs> let me stop the autoplay video first, because God forbid. Yeah. All right. Alex Jones. Oh, Jesus. A lot of people might know this dude. He's a fucking, he's an elite moron. <laughs> he's so stupid, he's a genius at this point.
0: As I've said before, if you ever hear if you ever hear somebody go, Amaz um Gorilla Journalist, you know what you're watching.
1: God, this guy's stupid. So this uh obviously Huffington post. Alex Jones definitely has nerve in a very short memory. Three months ago, the conspiracy theory loving radio host apologized for spreading fake news about a child sex ring at a Washington D C pizzeria. After an armed man stormed the place looking for victims, now Jones is helping is helping promote an even more outrageous bizarre, and we want to emphasize bogus theory that NASA is operating a child slave colony on Mars. Jesus Christ! Let me say that one more time: that NASA is (laughs) operating a child slave colony on Mars.
0: Well, you know what NASA stands for. Never a straight answer.
1: That's right. To make sure this conspiracy theory doesn't catch fire, NASA was forced to deny it. Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> On Thursday, Jones interviewed Robert David Steele, a man whose Wikipedia page lists him as an American activist, former Central Intelligence Agency, uh, clandestine... What? Clandestine. 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 clandestine sorry. Yeah. Services ace officer. A fucking dude who worked for Central
0: Who was probably he was like a
1: janitor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Steele laid out a strange theory that suggested NASA not only has secretly sent humans to Mars without anyone knowing of it, but that it has done incredibly evil things in the process. "Quote: This may strike your listeners as way out. It does, uh, mm-hmm. but we actually believe that there is a there is a colony on Mars populated by children who were kidnapped, and sent into space on a twenty year ride. First of all, let's stop." It's been a long it take, road. <laughs> it don't take twenty years to get to Mars with current technology. Let's say that happened a long time ago. And if it was twenty years, they ain't children no more. Right. I'm already seeing the hole. <laughs> so that once they got to Mars, they have no alternative but to be slaves on a Martian colony. Steele also claimed these alleged Mars abductees were also being killed by their for their own for their blood and bone marrow. Um, Another quote. Pedophilia does not stop with sodomizing children, Steele said. It goes straight into terrorizing them, adrenalizing their blood, and then murdering them. It also includes murdering them so that they can have their bone marrow harvested as well as body parts. This is the original growth hormone, Jones responded. Alex Jones responded. Jones suggested he's... He supported Steele's crazy claim by saying 90% of NASA missions are secret and that most people have no idea what's really happening. But I know this. We see a bunch of mechanical wreckage on Mars. A bunch, huh? And people say, oh, look, it looks like mechanics. They go, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist, Jones Box. Clearly, they don't want us looking into what is happening. Every time probes go over there, they turn them off. Done, done, done. <laughs> Real quick, I'm gonna take a break just to explain. There was a recent photo that came out that was taken around February of this year, um, and it shows mechanics as they're saying. Um, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, that's a spaceship! Oh, that's a spaceship!" Because most people are dumb, right? Or they're just wishful thinking. They just want it to be something extraordinary. Um, but we already knew that these pictures were taken around the same at the same time that NASA was. Publicly taking pictures of the rover's um, landing gear, landing stuff that had had uh, fallen on the ground. taking pictures of its own landing shit. What what? Gra- people what, don't want to hear. Them.
0: What boggles my mind is the fact that we've been there, we've dropped a lot of fucking rovers, and stuff has failed while going in there. So there's going to be wreckage. So it's like, right? What I don't I don't understand. But
1: then they act like they act like the planet's full of wreckage. Yeah, like it's it's a trash heap. Because they've seen three pictures.
0: It's not Detroit.
1: Right. <laughs> Nothing's Detroit. Yeah. The, the Daily Beast contacted NASA to get its response, response to this outrageous claim. NASA spokesperson Guy Webster. By the way, someone at NASA is named Guy Webster. I just like <laughs> that. Uh, drew the short straw and had to comment <laughs> on the Jones segment. Quote There are no humans on Mars, Webster said. There are active rovers on Mars there was a rumor going around last week that there weren't, there are, but there are no humans. Webster did have a great response when the Daily Beast asked him about the uh, veracity? The veracity. Veracity? Fuck, man. (laughs) Of the rumor. I can read the word, but then I can't say it. Like, I'm like, there's, so his his response was, there's only one stupid rumor on the internet. Now that's news. (sighs) <sighs> so are we serious right now? Like, I've I've heard
0: variations of this conspiracy theory that we've been building. First
1: of all, what, it, what exactly is the slave colony on Mars doing? So you ha you you have to think let's think logically, okay? If they only wanted them for bone marrow, which is weird, um they could do that on Earth. Yeah. A lot cheaper and no one would even know. The, there's so much shit going on in this planet that no one there's knows. There's a
0: lot about. of places you can go. Where that shit, you so, you know,
1: the moon right. would be one, which is actually an easier place to live. <laughs> well,
0: um, yeah, but we also have a we have a colony already on the moon, so you can't oh, yeah, send, yeah you can't send it there because that, we already have that colony there
1: because
0: it's on the dark side, um, so nobody can see it.
1: That's right because we've never seen the dark side of the moon as the flat earthers believe. Right, even though I've seen pictures of it in school. <laughs> anyway, um, but those guys so, didn't go to school. Right. If if they have so if they put the colony on Mars, there's also something on Mars that they want. Which means if it's something on Mars they want, they need to get it back to Earth. So who's flying the ships back? To fucking. It's so. I don't even want to waste my brain power. On this ship. <laughs> Ridiculous.
0: Ridiculous. Uh, Ridiculous. Yeah. Jesus. Well, you know, I, and anytime you have Alex Jones involved in this, you're just like, oh dear God
1: so i don't alice that dude like, no he, yeah all he does and the thing is it's like at first he'll go oh he just says sensational shit get but i think he actually believes that shit
0: oh yeah oh yeah
1: that one.
0: <sighs> all right so yeah we're talking to we have a big pair of douchebags this week <laughs> uh all right so that is it for this episode uh, please rate and review the show on iTunes. It helps us out immensely. Want to catch our back catalog? You can find them on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, as well as the website, thelazygeeks.com. If you want to suggest stories for the show, you can share them on our Facebook page. We're on social media as well Twitter and Instagram, both thelazygeeks.com. Thelazygeeks.com. Yeah. Um, we want, and we also. Oh, excuse me, I'm burping now. Uh, and we also want some feedback. Drop it on the website, thelazygeeks.com, or send it to our mailbag, thegeeks at thelazygeeks.com. You can find me on the internet, on Twitter, at a middle geek, Instagram, middle underscore geek. Also, check out my new podcast that drops Wednesday, the Extended Play Movie Podcast, which can be found on my blog, themiddleagegeek.com. Um, also, it's it's the it's basically the the episode that I'm releasing on Wednesday is the same episode that was the sneak peek for last week for you guys. However, I added a few a, a couple of little things to it, so you know it's a little different. But you know, do check it out and um, and uh, give a listen. And that's the way the podcast format's going to kind of be. What about you, sir?
1: I am on Twitter at Sapien Tlg. I got something big coming out. Uh, later on, it's not really ready to announce, but uh, keep an ear out. Something kind of completely different from what we do here. Oh yeah, little side project I'm working on. Um, and a... I prob go ahead. No, I probably will announce it here, but I won't talk about it anymore because this doesn't. I don't think it really translates to what we're doing. Here.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, but if you also kind of consider some of the some of the people that that you know we we know about, I think it it'll probably be be helpful Yeah, that's- you know it, it, and that's the same thing with like you know with mine is that it, it it's it may sound similar to what we do here but what i'm doing with patrick is very you know very much a cinephile like you're gotta be a kind of a mer- movie nerd to really right. kind of get into this and one
1: of the reasons why i'm not doing it <laughs> is that they're gonna start talking about directors and people Producers and, I, and I'm like I don't know the movie was good. We're, we're yeah. We're that, we're going to we're going to
0: go into art direction and, and all that all that good stuff. Um, our first slate of movies are actually uh, it comes it's going to be dropping every Wednesday. Uh, so the first slate of movies we've got is uh, Goodfellas. Um, I believe it's Goodfellas, uh, Casino, The Untouchables, and um, Heat. So those are our first later movies for the rest of this month. So some, some, uh, good stuff we got coming out. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we're both kind of doing stuff on our own. We're still going to do this stuff, still going to work hard on doing this stuff. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's kind of us, I guess after seven years we kind of branch out a little bit, right? (laughs) And I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Adam's idea. I think it's really cool. I think it'll, it'll, it'll do well. So, um, definitely support on that. All right. Thank you. <laughs> and, and I like, I'm,
1: I'm, when When? is your first podcast coming out again? Wednesday. I know you said it, but it, Wednesday. I want to listen that shit, though. Well, listen to it at work. Yeah, there I'm you go. See if I can learn something. <laughs> tell me why. So I'm not going to say what the podcast is about because that's Steve's business. But um, tell me why my wife saw it. And then she's like, oh, I want to listen to that. And I'm like, 70th. <laughs> and as soon as there's a podcast, I'm not in. You want to listen to it? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like Well I hear your voice all the time And she said it with this like All the time I'm like,
0: oh. <laughs> Yeah when you said that You're like oh yeah because I remember I posted On my Facebook page and she was like oh It was Goodfell's I, like, I gotta listen to that and then Adam's I was like yeah first podcast I'm not in She wants to listen to it <laughs> <This bitch. laughs> uh, so that means that um i know i've been releasing our second podcast usually on thursdays but because of the other show it's going to be monday and fridays and then wednesday is going to be my other one so kind of gives a good space in there uh, especially if you're going to listen to both that'll give you a nice little space in there so but be- so uh this week tune in on friday for our the away team podcast contagion very uh actually kind of a quick episode it was a It was, and actually a quick podcast. (laughs) So, so that'll be, it'll be a good one. So, that is it for us this week. So, until next time, a peace out.